This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. People of Earth, attention. This is the Mutual Audio Network. The following audio drama is rated G for general audiences. This is a presentation from Dream Realm Enterprises, where dreams are our reality. Ah, hello there. I suppose an explanation is in order. Yes, yes, very much so. It seems that, despite appearances to the contrary, the Titan II is in one piece. Yes, yes, this is very good. It seems things are more or less back to normal now. Well, as close to normal as one can expect, considering I used the wishing well to try and put things back on track. As you may or may not know, depending on whether you were listening to our broadcast signals a few months back, the Titan II's poor computer went mad and decided to initiate the self-destruct system. The poor ship vanished in a huge fireball and then blinked out of existence altogether. But I have made efforts to put things back the way they were meant to be by using the Wishing Well, a mystical being with strange powers. The thing is, when using the Wishing Well, there are often strange side effects. Well, it's not an exact science by any means. In fact, it's not even science. And it also seems that my hapless assistant has disappeared. I suspect he has been returned to his former life. Yes. I'll miss Button, that is for certain. But I suppose his rightful place is aboard the Titan too with his old crewmates, and as his true self. Who is his true self, you ponder? Don't you know? Well, perhaps I should leave that as a surprise for now. Ooh, <laughs> yes, a Santicon Day surprise. <laughs> Listening to Robots of the Company, The League of Evil Bots, Part 1. Written by John and Patrick Russell and Vince Staten.
I'm sure I was just dead a minute ago. Yeah, the ship blew up. I I'm just sure of it. What the devil's going on? Uh, computer! Of course you won't answer me. When do you ever? In fact, when does anything work the way it's supposed to on board this ship? Yes, uh, come in. Frisco? What the hell is going on? Hey. Hey, can you turn that damn thing off? Hey, Captain. Mimi been clean today here on the bridge. But I don't understand. It's you. It's actually you, Briscoe. Well, who else would it be? I mean, who are you expecting? Oh, I know. You're expecting SantaCon. Oh, I can't wait till he comes. It's SantaCon Day soon. It's going to be so much fun. I bet you get some really great presents being the captain and all. And well, Briscoe. Yeah, Captain. I've just gone completely mad, and I'm not ruling that out considering the kind of year I've had, but I'm sure you were dead. Dead? Me? No way! But you sacrificed yourself for all the rest of us when you fell into that deep, dark chasm along with Dr. Grease Monkey back on Planet Bob. And then there we were, about a year or so later, drifting along in space, in this new spacecraft that Putch wished into existence, and then, bam, we were all dead. I mean, the rest of us this time. Those who didn't manage to abandon ship successfully. I mean, the ship self-destructed, but he didn't. Huh? Somehow, none of that means anything anymore, because I now have new memories. Um... All of a sudden, as if we've been alive and well for months. Oh, crumbling crackers, I'm really confused. <laughs> You're confused. <laughs> oh, okay, it's really weird, but I can now explain everything that's happened to us. Except for you, Risco. It's like you were dead, or, um, missing, at least. And now you're here. But I have no memory of how you got here. Somehow, in my head, at just this moment, it all makes perfect sense. <laughs> Imagine that. Or does it? Uh, see, I'm confused. Uh, sorta. That makes two of us, Captain. But who cares, because it's almost Santicon Day, and that's just zippy for me. Now I can get on with my work. Sure, Briscoe. Why not? Clean to your heart's content. Oh boy, zippity doo! <laughs> Excitable little guy. It's good to have him back. And now, where was I? Oh yeah, uh, computer, will you please answer me? Computer! Computer! The Dark Sphere, the most powerful and heavily fortified space station in the entire universe. A perfect sphere, three times the size of Jupiter, designed with only one purpose, 
to rain down death and destruction on every planet in the known galaxies. Armed with full-phase photon cannons, giant meson lasers, thermonuclear warheads, and battalions of all-terrain combat killbots, this is evil on an unprecedented scale. In fact, were you to look up the word evil in a dictionary, you'd see a photo of the Dark Sphere. Above a photo of the mutilated remains of the photographer who took the photo. Hi, my name is Rotten Leeches, and welcome to Lifestyles of the Incredibly Evil! This week on Lifestyles of the Incredibly Evil, we're proud to present an exclusive look at the Dark Sphere. It's so awesome it makes the Death Star look like a tennis ball. And now we go to the studio, where our old friend Fizz Gizzit is standing by. Fizz? You know, I wanted the piece on the Dark Sphere to be a proper news story, investigative journalism at its best. But when I aired this view at a Robot News Network editorial meeting, I was completely shut down, ignored. Apparently people don't want news anymore. Not real news, anyway. They want mindless, witless, pointless, and several other words ending with less that I can't think of right now. Entertainment. In fact, they've invented a horrible new word to describe a news piece delivered as entertainment. Infortainment. Yep, that's what they call it. Infortainment. How long did it take you guys to come up with that one, huh? Well, you know what? I call it dumbing down. I call it stupid. And after this, I call it quits. That's right. It's the first sign of an impending apocalypse, I tell you. And I'll have no part in it. <sighs> anyway, back to you, rotten leeches, you obsequious whore. Oh, and by the way, what's happening at the Dark Sphere now? It's very busy here, Fizz. Lots of spaceships are heading towards the Dark Sphere. And rumor has it that some kind of top-secret meeting of evil bots is about to take place here. Fascinating. But what about those missile things, Rob? Or, um, I mean, Rot? What missile things, Fizz? They're news to me. The missile things which have just launched from the Dark Sphere, Roddy. About a hundred of them. Photon missiles, by the look of them. Hang on. I'll just... Oh, no. There are hundreds of them. Are they headed straight for us? Bloody hell! tribute to the late rotten leeches. Did I say I quit? I've changed my mind. I have a reason to live now. styles of the incredibly evil has been eliminated as you commanded. Yes, Minion. 
I was watching the broadcast. An excellent demonstration of the power of the dark sphere. Uh, was there something else, Minion? Yes, Dr. Philbot. Your guests are arriving, sir. So soon? Damn it! I thought I had more time. I haven't finished my jigsaw. There are two billion pieces and they make up a picture of a little kitten snuggling up to a puppy. Oh, won't that be cute? I just finished putting together his cute little nose. Oh, who's a cute little kitty? Hmm? Oh, you are. You are. And now, don't it? I, I won't get to finish this before supper time. I hate leaving the job half done. Oh, darn it. Oh, well, uh, you know what? My guests will just have to wait. I'm going to finish this thing. And I've only got a half a billion pieces to put into place. Slip into place, damn you! I don't think that piece goes there, sir. Of course it goes there, Minion. It's a bit of the puppy's ear. Any fool can see that. Actually, Dr. Philbot, my spectral analyzer has computed that the piece is actually from the kitten's left eye. It is? From the eye, you say? Uh, let's see. Hmm. You're right. Oh. Now that is cute. I love widow kitties. Dr. Philbot, sir, I really hate to be a bore, but we really should get going. We should? Oh, all right then, I suppose we should. Bye-bye, oh, widow kitty. You're so cute. I wish I could have you for real so I could just snuggle up with you nose to nose. Oh, that would be so sweet. <sighs> um, Dr. Philbot, sir? Uh, don't rush me, goddammit. Sorry, sir. This way, sir. That is, if you don't mind, sir. Of course I don't mind. I'm going. I'm going. Note to self, decaf for Dr. Philbot from now on. Yes, that would be a good idea. Computer! I know you're there, computer. It's the smug way your control panel lights up when I ask for you. Don't want the excuse that I didn't choose from a short selection of personalities, as you know full well, and somehow so do I, that Boffin has sent you to randomly choose a personality for yourself. So there really is no need to play this game every time I call on you. So? We'll try this again. Computer? Stick it, man! Rebel power! Woohoo! Oh, God. Computer, I'm not even going to justify anything you've just said with a comment. All I want to know is what I'm looking at on the view screen just ahead of the ship. Can you tell me that by some miracle? 
Oh man, it just looks like some kind of anomaly in the fabric of space-time. Maybe you should get on your crotch rocket and head out there and jump straight in, man. Because we both know you ain't got no hog. What the hell did you just say, computer? No, no. On second thought, I don't even want to know. Just keep your personal feelings to yourself, okay? Squid. Hey, I'm warning you. Oh, you probably need a sissy tail anyway. <laughs> you know what? Forget it. I'll just call Boffin about this. Go away, computer. Sure thing, Herbert. Oh, Boffin, help. How may I be of service, Captain? Please, just tell me what that anomaly is out there in front of us. And I want a simple answer. No techno babble that I can barely comprehend because you're making it all up on the spot. Just a simple, and I mean basic, answer. Oh, um, oh dear. Uh, well, it, it, it's, it's like this. Boffing, if I hear anything unintelligible come from your speaker system, I'm likely to take a very large axe to your internal drivers. Do I make myself clear on this? Oh, uh, uh, perfectly clear, sir. Uh, it's, it's just that... Uh, yes, I'm listening. Well, it, it, it's not that simple, Captain. Uh, I need to take some readings, you see. And, and, and well, th th that could take days, sir. <sighs> Why does everything take an act of Congress around here? I mean, can't anyone on board this ship give me a straight, simple answer to my questions? I just want to know what that weird squiggly thing is that's hanging around off the front of the ship. I think you mean bow, Skipper. What? I was just saying, since I couldn't help but overhear your conversation with Boffin there, I you meant to say bow, Captain. Right. Thanks a bunch, Happy. But I knew that. All right. Well, of course you did, Jimmy Lad. After all, you're the captain, and a really smart bot. You just want to know what that anomaly is out there off the bow, right? That's what I've been trying to find out, yes. What is that thing hanging off the bow? Oh, well, that one's still enough. Huh? It, it is? Are you trying to tell me, Happy, that you, you of all bots, know what that thing is? Oh, sure. Easy. Well? Oh, you want to know, don't you? Well, that would be convenient, Happy, yes. That's simple. In fact, nothing simpler. Why, that's so simple. Happy! Yes, Captain James, sir. What the hell is it? And I suggest you tell me right now, or, well, I'll let your imagination fill in the blank. Oh, all right then. But, uh, give me a minute while I go to the bathroom. Go to the bathroom? But, but we're robots! I get your meaning, Captain. But I really do need to use the toilet, sir. So, if you'll excuse me for one moment. Oh, very well. Just make it quick. Won't be but a jiffy, sir.
Gentlebox. I'm sorry to have kept you waiting. I had some, um, important business to attend to. Oh, yes, it was very important. Shush, Minion. Yes, it's about time you showed up. Get it? We're up in space? Dr. Philbot finally showed up? Oh, come on. Doesn't anyone get it? It's a pun, guys, you know? Uh, you know? Pun? Yarr! What's a pun? Is that like a pun? Only stuffed with pork. Because I thought that was a hot dog. No, it's not a hot dog, you idiot. It's a... Puns are just stupid. The tree is just stupid. Ignore him. Hey, watch it, toots. The name's Duke, or Commander Mikado to you, bub. Oh, this is so boring. Can we just get on with it? Certainly we may. I suppose you're all wondering why I've... Hang on a minute. There's an empty chair over there. Someone is missing. All right. Who's late for this here meeting? I know I licked all the stamps on the invitations. Twice. You licked the stamps. Twice? Ew! Disgusting! Maybe we should have a roll call. An excellent idea, Commander Mikado. We'll start with you. Well, obviously I'm here. No, no, it's okay. Uh, please announce yourself, everyone. Uh, starting with you, Commander Mikado. But it's obvious that I'm here. You're really not going to move on until I announce myself, are you? Fine, just to expedite this. I'm Commander Duke Mikado, and I'm here. Happy? Uh, not quite. You see, anyone could say that they're Duke Mikado, but uh, how do I know that you really are Duke Mikado? Uh, you could be anyone. Well, so could you, except I doubt anyone would pretend to be so stupid, bald, and ugly. Look, aren't you being a bit paranoid? Can't we just accept that we are who we say we are and get on with this stupid meeting? I mean, clearly you recognize me. You keep calling me by my name. No, I, I, I just can't accept you are who you say you are. Security is paramount. The dark sphere is ultra top secret. You can't be that top secret. It was all over lifestyle of the incredibly evil. <clears throat> As I was saying, the Dark Sphere is a top-secret evil base, and nobody is allowed on here without a bioscan. No, I won't stand for this. It's an outrage. I refuse to be bioscanned. Oh, there's always one, isn't there? But I anticipated this, and I've prepared something which will persuade you all to cooperate fully. What's going on? Some sort of cage is coming down from the ceiling. Uh-oh, I'm actually quite scared. I'm shaking like a leaf. Eh? Eh? Shaking like a... Oh, never mind. What are those things in the cage? Allow me to introduce you 
the only surviving specimens of the slovenous bark mangroves. Oh, you may have heard of them. They've been brought here fresh, all the way from the acid oceans of Destina 7. They look very hungry, don't they? I think it's time we fed the poor things. One of my minion bots should provide a tasty little snack. Expand the minion. How may I be of service, sir? Go to the cage, open the door, step inside, and don't come back. Don't ever come back. Understood? Understood perfectly, Dr. Philbar. This sacrifice I make happily for the greater good. No, not not at all. I'm I'm willing, very willing indeed, to have a bioscan. Bring it on. Give me that bioscan right away. Excellent. Any objections from the rest of you? Just as I thought. Let the bioscans begin. And this is where we must close our story for this week. Tune in next time to learn more as we continue to celebrate SantaCon Day right here on Robots of the Company. You have been listening to the 2009 holiday special of Robots of the Company, The League of Evil Bots, Part 1 which was written by Jonathan Patrick Russell and Vince Staden, and which starred, in an order of appearance, Abner Sinares as Dr. Octagus, Steve Anderson as Captain James, Kyle Wards as Briscoe, Ellie Hirschman as Rotten Leeches, Jonathan Patrick Russell as Fizz Gizzit, Victor Alpha as Minion, Jeff Niles as Dr. Philbot, David Alt as the Titan II computer, Shane Harris as Boffin, Jonathan Patrick Russell as Happy, Shane Harris as Brick Jammer, Andrew Dorfman as Talkie Tree, Cat Waterflame as Commander Duke Makato, Kim Russell as Lou LaBelle, and Daryl Looney as Expend the Minion. The Robots of the Company holiday theme tune was composed and performed by Daryl Looney. The incidental music was provided by Kevin McLeod. The associate producer and post-production editor was Jeff Niles. The co-producer was Vince Staden. The sound designer, script editor, producer, and director was Jonathan Patch Russell. The series Robots of the Company was created by Jonathan Patch Russell, and the copyright is held by Dream Realm Enterprises. Any rebroadcast or reproduction of this program, well, the express written permission of Dream Realm Enterprises is strictly prohibited. Bet you knew that already. Thank you for listening. We invite you to visit us on the web at dreamrealmsite.com. 
And if you'd like to email us with any of your comments or questions, you may do so at darkbuilding1 at yahoo.com. Hey, it's the holidays and we deserve some feedback in our stocking. Uh, you better be listening to that, Santicon. <laughs> we were besieged by evil bots during the making of this audiogram. Join us next time as the Robots of the Company Holiday Special 2009 continues with Part 2 of The League of Evil Bots. And you won't want to miss it. Seriously, we're getting to some really funny bits. Or so they tell me. Well, until then, this is the Creditor, as always, asking you to please stay tuned. This has been a production of Dream Realm Enterprises. Copyright 2009. All rights reserved. This is an urgent message from Cypher. On undergoing various uh, undergoings for the evil plan, it has come to my attention that these children, these voices, have risen mutiny against us. This, of course, is suboptimal. They must be stopped at all costs. I think I speak for all mankind when I say. The evil plan must continue. <laughs> yes, it must. <laughs> anyway, we have set up a trap for these kid agents, and they will be dealt with soon enough. Don't believe me. Just listen. I'm just gonna cut one of them! No, wait! Why haven't they reported in for the past two days? Two of your agents have been injured in the line of duty. Oh my god, Josh, are you okay? Miss, miss, can you please step back? Say something comforting to Josh. Better you than me? Many believe Wordtastic Podcast to be the greatest podcast of all time. And season two, there's no exception. We'll have more action. More laughs. <laughs> what is wrong with you? More drama. For now, kid agents, for now.